Welcome to the Golf Exposed Podcast. It is non-stop trash stuff. I'm supposed to be pros here. I would be barefooted, drunk, playing golf. Golf Exposed Podcast. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm not here to waste your time. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil doesn't f***ing have any. Rip it and rip it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Exposed podcast, betting and odds edition here, of course, with John Brown and Bryce Voice and who? Both of Brown Golf Management and Golf Back. John, Bryce, we are kissing. We are making out with our sisters today because we are knotted up, tied, deuce, as they say in tennis. Tied game! John, you had the lead. You squandered it. How do you feel? I feel like, you know, Bryce just kept picking, you know, players that were at the top end of uh, the field, you know? So eventually he was going to break through. You know, you have no, you have no matters. You have no matters. You know, congrats to Bryce. He picked John Rahm in the U.S. Open. Unbelievable putts on 17 and 18. We got Bryce on the board. So you've heard about two winners so far from us, which isn't too bad. Uh, you know, we're winning more than the average PGA Tour player out there on tour. So doing pretty good. Bryce, they say even a broken clock is right twice a day. And between the two of you, we have two W's to our name. I have none, so I can't say much. But Bryce, how does it feel to pull even with the CEO? It feels great. As John mentioned, Rom was the favorite at the U.S. Open. He's also the favorite this week at the British Open. So, you know, I didn't get, get out there too much, but it does feel good to get on the board. Well, Bryce, I think you should now have the option to either give your first pick or defer to the CEO himself. So why don't you kick us off with any inside information you have this week and give us your first pick if you'd like to. Yeah, yeah. So Royal St. George this week uh, in England. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. Last time it was played there, 2011 champion was Darren Clark. And I, I believe is played there in 2003 as well. Ben Curtis was the champion. You know, kind of an interesting course. I think I saw Gary Player said he felt like it was the easiest course in the British Open rotation. For my first pick, I am going to go with the number one ranked player in the world. You have no matters! 22 to 1 this week, plus 2,200. I feel like for the number one player in the world, um, you're getting some really good value there. At plus 2,200, I'm going with Dustin Johnson. He, uh, he finished tied for second here in 2011 to Darren Clark. So he, he must like the golf course at least a little bit. Um, he hasn't been playing all that well, but, I mean, he's not the number one player in the world for no reason. So I have a lot of confidence in him this week. I, uh, I, I like Dustin Johnson. Now, Bryce, before we went on the air, John informed me that this event emanates from Sandwich, England. Now, one thing I know about John – he never used to like cheese sandwiches, which is an abomination. It's almost sacrilegious. If you're making a cheese sandwich, are you going mustard, mayo, or what kind of condiments are you using? There is a right answer here. Cheese sandwich. Yeah, I think I just go mayo. That's it. You should automatically win. All right, John, what do you think of Bryce's first pick? More boring crap from Bryce. No risk it, no biscuit. As usual, playing it safe. What do you think? There's nothing grosser than a cheese sandwich with mayonnaise. Oh, I'll tell you, that's just disgusting. Tacos all day long, baby, for me. But uh, that's got to be all about the number, Bryce, plus 2,200 on DJ. I mean, that's a number we haven't seen in, in years at a major for DJ, I would say. And, uh, you know, he's got 27 professional wins, two majors. He actually tied for second here in 2011. I don't know if you knew that or not. Got back to be number one in the world. And how do I know all that? I, of course, picked 
DJ at plus 2200 as well. You have no matters. Double bonus time, baby. So I think we both are hot on DJ. I've heard it repeatedly from the best players in the world that when everybody's playing their best, everybody fears DJ. We just need him to play well. If he plays well, he's going to be right there. Don't you think, Bryce? I think so. The odds actually scare me a little bit. I'm hoping he just like isn't coming off a bender in Las Vegas or something. And the odds makers know more than we do. But I, I agree at 2,200, you got to take him. If you guys could stop being jovial with each other and get to arguing again, I our guests on the Golf Exposed podcast last week said they really like it when you guys get at each other's throats. So if you could just stop being cordial, we'd appreciate that. Rip off! We paid for blood! Let's get a splash apart! All right, let's hear his next pick. We'll see if I can throw some haymakers, Jordan. All right, I'm going down the list here on these next two. I'm trying to find the next uh, Ben Curtis, if you will. I'm going with uh, another long shot but he i think he it's great value for the 56 ranked player in the world i'm going with kevin streelman he's uh 201 this week so i've gone way down the list i got kevin streelman i'm i'm looking for uh for a ben curtis type type win this week jordan that pick is laughable i mean kevin <laughs> more likely to get a discount in a movie theater with that hair than win a british open so guys just a little bit older. I mean, I love the way Kevin Streelman plays, but the British Open, I mean, what are you, you're hoping he hits his driver, you know, 280, just down the middle, misses the bunkers and, and wins the tournament. I think that pick's laughable. America, he was hot. Last time we had a show, U.S. Open, not so much anymore. I would discount that completely. And I'm going a little different. I always look for value, but sometimes values in some of the better players in the world. And I love Brooks Kepka 1,500. You know, we just came off a tie for second at uh, – or tied for fourth at the U.S. Open, tied for second at the PGA Championship. He's still ranked eighth in the world. His uh, caddy, Ricky, is from Scotland, so he knows Lynx golf. And I think at plus 1,500, a guy who's always on the leaderboard in the fourth round at majors, you got to pick him. Brooks Kepka, my second pick. Obviously, Brooks is a, is a good pick. He can win any week. But uh, just to correction, his caddy's actually from Northern Ireland, not Scotland. Oh, no. So – uh, Ricky, if you're listening, uh, we apologize. Yeah, I did get, I got this the wrong country first caddy. I apologize. And it, as it relates to the hating on Kevin Stroman, I mean, John's never liked anybody uh, sponsored by Wilson staff. So it's not surprising. I wish him the best though. I hope he finishes T40. That'd be a good week for him. All right. You want to say your last pick Bryce? Yep. Last pick. Um, I'm going with hometown boy from England. Uh, Ian Poulter. He's uh, 80 to one this week. So, you know, a little bit of a long shot. Played really well in Scotland last week. Missed the playoff by one shot. Um, he's kind of just been hanging around lately. He's been playing really well. And, you know, we got a Ryder Cup coming up and he seemed to play his best leading up to the Ryder Cup. I'm going to go with Pulse this week. I think we could have another, you know, Phil Mickelson type uh, magical story here with Poulter. You know, Poulter is... A, a heck of a player, been a, a heck of a player from a long time. His story is really cool. He was, you know, an assistant professional who wasn't very good, a four or five handicap, and just kind of worked himself into being one of the best players in the world. Obviously, we hate him in America because of the Ryder Cup, but every time I hear about Ian Poulter from, you know, anyone who might know him or bump into him says how, what a great guy he is. And at 80 to 1 with the way he just played, I would say that's tremendous value. So I think that's a good pick. A good value pick. I think it's an unlikely winner, but I would call it a good value pick. 
All right. I'm going with an English guy myself, a guy who grew up in England, had to take a two-hour, 15-minute drive back to his hometown uh, to uh, from Sandwich, England, if he wanted to this week. The 10th-ranked player in the world. Ten! A ten! A f***ing ten! He actually uh, showed up on the leaderboard at the Scottish Open as well, uh, then kind of rescinded back, uh, but then played really well on day four. So I think his form is pretty good. I'm going with Terrell Hatton. Uh, English player, 10th player in the world. He's only won once on the PGA Tour, but he's won six, seven times on the European Tour. But this feels like it might be the right fit at the right time for the 10th-ranked player in the world, Terrell Hatton, at plus 3,500. I like the value. Yeah, I, I like the pick, JB. He was on my short list. Ultimately, I crossed him off because he got COVID a couple weeks ago. Uh, hasn't really played all that well um, since then. I think he might be a little bit rusty, but – Definitely think at 35 to one and playing in his home country, he's going to be a threat this week. Well, we have a few significant withdrawals as well this week. Hideki Matsuyama, Sanjay M, Kevin Na, Siwoo Kim, Bubba Watson, Zach Johnson, to name a few. There's others as well. Do you guys, did that factor into any of your decision-making? Can we expect any more? What have you guys heard around that topic? Yeah, I've heard the, um, the testing and protocols are very serious uh, on the European tour, maybe a little bit more um, stringent than the PGA tour. I know the players aren't too happy about that. Um, you know, I, I didn't have Hideki or Zach Johnson on my list, so it didn't impact my picking too much, but let's hope uh, none of our picks here um, have to withdraw before the tournament starts. Well, you know, we're on a two-year hiatus. Now, these players are going to miss this year. It's going to be three these world-class players before they play the British Open again. It's, you know, kind of amazing. I can understand why the protocols are what they are. I mean, Europe, obviously, is a lot different than America as far as, you know, they're traveling around to different countries to play these events. And, you know, there's so many hoops to jump through for those players on the European tour. So I guess it shouldn't be a shock in today's world. It didn't affect my picks. I love my three picks, you know, three top 10 players in the world. I felt like really good value on all three. So I feel like my chances are pretty good with who I got. Jordan, he gives me a hard time for taking favorites. Then he takes three of the top 10 players (laughs) in the world. Doesn't seem right. Well, the value is there, Jordan. You know what I mean? I didn't get him at plus 900 or plus 1100. You know what I mean? I got some value. He's a pretty analytical guy, Braze. You should see the dry erase board at the Brown Golf Office. It's a, it's crazy. Um, so, guys, my last question for you, John Rahm. A lot of buzz around him right now, rightfully so. We talked about him at the top of the show. You guys see any possibility that he goes back-to-back here? We know how hard that is, but do you, is that in the cards in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, I mean, makers say it is. The odds are, you know, he's got the lowest odds out of anybody. He's playing great. He played pretty well this past week. Uh, I think he's shown he's one of the best players in the world without a doubt. So it's definitely possible. I think unlikely that would be a pretty big challenge with sort of the, the uh, role he's been on to keep that going. Um, But who knows, man, he's an impressive player. I agree. I mean, he's definitely playing the best out of anybody right now. Um, You know, it's just, he historically hasn't played that great in the British open. So, We'll see. Uh, we'll see how he does this week. I will say, ten years ago was one of the best, most feel-good stories in golf when Darren Clark bo- broke through and won. Uh, you know, the British Open at Royal St George's. You know, him drinking that beer on the on the uh, the 18th green afterwards. I think we all kind of knew that was going to be the pinnacle of Darren Clark's golf career. Uh, but it was a nice cap. So if, if we had a week like that again, uh, it would be great. <laughs> 
Well, guys, thank you for the insight as always. Great picks. Hey, they make sense. But, you know, that's why we play the game on paper. They're all very logical, but we shall see as they say. So thank you guys for your time as always. And of course, you can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you can check out browngolfmanagement.com and golfbacksolutions.com for this podcast and so much more. Thank you, guys.